Today, the candidates who want to serve you as Fentress County Sheriff, Putnam County Commissioner, Circuit Court Judge in the 31st District, Jackson County Road Superintendent, Pickett County Commissioner, Cookville City Council, and White County Road Superintendent. Welcome to Meet the Candidates from Live Rock 95.9 and News Talk 94.1. I'm Tom Duggan. Today, our series continues where you get the chance to hear from the candidates, where they stand, the issues that are important in their minds, where they want to take the Upper Cumberland moving forward. We begin today's program with Gary Goose Ledbetter, who is seeking the office of Fentress County Sheriff in the August 4th election. Gary, it's good to have you on the program. What was it that led to your decision to run for Fentress County Sheriff? Well, I've been in law enforcement for 35 years and uh, over half my life, and uh, and that's pretty much been my life. Uh, I really love law enforcement. I believe in, in my heart that there can be some positive changes made at the sheriff's office, and I really feel like I can do a, do a very good job and, and quite honestly do better than the guy that's in there. So that's the reason I'm running. Gary, what particular issues or events have helped to influence your decision to run? Well, the biggest thing I see is that we just have to do more with this drug addiction problem. Um, everyone has it. If they tell you they don't, then, then they're not telling you the truth. We have a drug addiction problem all across this United States with heroin, fentanyl, and, uh, and methamphetamine. And the biggest reason I want to do this, I have some ideas, and I'm not going to say they're new, but uh, we have school resource officers in every school in Fentress County. And uh, the biggest reason I want to run is 107,622 people died of drug overdoses last year. And obviously, once they get hooked on drugs, it's really hard to get them off. Uh, so what I want to do is implement programs through our SROs, send them to extra training, and actually, while they're there protecting the kids, actually let them go into the classrooms and speak to our kids about the dangers of drugs. And uh, hopefully, we can head off this problem at that point. And if we don't have to deal with these folks for the next 20, 25, 30 years, if we can keep them off drugs, that's my biggest goal. Gary Ledbetter's our guest on Meet the Candidates. He is running for Fentress County Sheriff in the upcoming August election. Gary, how do you stop the drug addiction problem now? I mean, you've, you've already seen it. Of course, we see it throughout the Upper Cumberland. And I know education, catching it at an early stage, helps you in the future. But when you look at now, what do you think can be done, maybe more can be done, to help combat the drug issue? Well, about nine months ago, I joined the Fentress County Prevention Coalition. It's a newly formed coalition, and it deals directly with the problems that, that we have right now in our community with drugs and drug addiction. And they are directly connected to a place called Manor House. And what Manor House is is our local drug uh, rehabilitation and treatment center in Jamestown in Fentress County there. And uh, I've become really good friends with those folks up there. Uh, we've had we've had a meeting every month since I've been in there to, to speak about these dangers, and I, I've discussed with the director Billy Webb up there and some others about how we can work together and we can get these folks when they first come into jail when maybe they're most vulnerable, and maybe they can be reached because I am a realist and I do believe that you can offer folks whatever help you you want to, but until they decide themselves they want to get help they they really can't be helped. So we have we have uh, we just talked last week about this. Billy's excited about some new programs that that he just found out about. And if we work hand in hand in this, we can help the ones that want to be helped. What other issues do you see that the Fentress County Sheriff's Department is facing that you'd like to address? Well, obviously the the jail is always a, a huge ordeal. The, the jail you have uh, roughly 150 prisoners in there on a day to day basis. Uh, you've got to get a really good staff in there. Um, you've got to uh, keep all the drugs out of there that you can. I know when you send trustees and other folks out to work on the work crews, it's a very good thing for the county. It really helps the people. But also, as you know, when people are addicted on drugs, they they try to bring bring drugs back into the jail. So we have to be more vigilant about that. We've got to, to keep these people off drugs. Uh We've got to treat the prisoners as well as we can. 
but uh, but we also have to do our job there. Um, so so the jail uh, to me on a day to day basis is one of the biggest problems that you have. It's one of the biggest uh, hurdles you have to uh, you have to get over, and you have to do a really good job at the jail to, to make it operate correctly. Gary Ledbetter, as you meet with and speak to local voters, what are some of the concerns they share with you? Well, obviously, most everyone I talk to, the biggest ordeal is is the drugs. Uh, but then, you know, people are people, and they live in their communities, and some of them have problems with their neighbors. Some of them have problems with people driving too fast or not turning their signal light on. And I know some of these things may seem like small issues to some people, but to some of these folks I've talked to, those things are the most important thing. Um, right now, with the short staff that they have, they really don't have a chance to get out in the neighborhood. And that's the one thing I hear more than anything. They really don't see a patrol car in their neighborhood. So we've got to get a full staff of deputies. We have to zone the county out in different zones where these deputies will have time to not only answer calls, but to get out and be in the neighborhood, talk to the folks, and make them feel like they're protected, and uh, you know, just make them feel better about the, the local sheriff's office. Gary, as we close today, if you are elected Fentress County Sheriff, what would you tell the voters they'd be getting in Gary Ledbetter as their sheriff? Well, they'd be getting 35 years experience, and in that experience, uh, I started out as a deputy. I went to uh, investigator. I went to lead investigator. I've been chief deputy, and I've also been interim sheriff. And I was chief deputy under two different sheriffs. So all these folks I've worked for have seen something in me that they promoted me to a leadership position. So if the folks at Ventures County elect me, I am a leader. I know how to bring folks together. I know how to uh, to get a cohesive sheriff's office, uh, to, to get a good atmosphere going up there, hire a good command staff. And we can get together and do that. And then once you get that started, you have your deputies to get out, and they actually, uh, you know, they, they take care of the law part of it for you. The sheriff can be out in the community. He can bring the court system together, manor house, uh, county commissioners, uh, the, the local mayors. Uh, he can bring all these people together, I believe. And if we all sit down at the table, the folks that are smarter than me, and uh, get everybody together, I think we can make a big dent in this, and we can solve some of the problems that we have in Fentress County. Gary Ledbetter has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. He, again, is seeking the office of Fentress County Sheriff in the upcoming August 4th election. Our next guest on Meet the Candidates is Mr. Rodney Insko. Now, Rodney is challenging for the office of Fentress County Sheriff in the upcoming election. Rodney, thank you for joining us. And what led to your decision to want to seek the office of Fentress County Sheriff? Well, I've had several several people come to me throughout uh, the course of a year, I guess, uh, uh, dishearted with the way the sheriff's department has done certain things and, and the way they've handled certain things, and they've asked me what I would do different to better assist the, the community, and I've kind of explained to them uh, my look on it. And uh, they said, boy, you ought, to, you ought to run for sheriff. And I had uh, some family step up and say the same thing. So I just decided, you know, it was time. I'm 51 years old. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy in law enforcement. I've been in it for over 20 years. And I figured it was just uh, the next step for my career. Rodney, what experiences in your life do you feel help make you a good candidate for sheriff? Oh, just just seeing the struggles that people have and knowing that I did have the ability to try and help them, and, and I do. Every time I, I receive a call or, or go to a person's house, I put myself in their shoes, and I think, now, what would I do to better myself? And that's the way I try to, to treat every call that I go on. Have there been any particular issues, and I know you said you've spoken with a lot of people who encourage you to run, but some issues that you've seen that may have also helped to influence your decision to run? Yeah, throughout the past six years, the other three gentlemen that are running for the same office as me have held leadership positions in our sheriff's department, and, and they've been making promises in their campaign and to the people of the community about things that change, but they've all three held leadership positions, and they've never tried to change anything. 
Yeah, I see it this way. If you tell somebody you're going to try and do something, I think you ought to at least step up and try to do it. And that's what I want to do for the people of Fentress County. I want to give them a voice that, that they know if I tell them I'm going to do something, then I'm going to do it. Rodney, what do you feel like the most important characteristic of a good sheriff is? Being a good leader. You lead by example. If your team respects you enough to follow you and, and listen to you when you come up with ideas or when you when you ask things of them, if you've got a good team behind you, you've got a good sheriff's department. And I want to be that leader for this team. Rodney Ensko is our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, Rodney is challenging for the Office of Fentress County Sheriff. Rodney, drugs are a problem seemingly everywhere. We've seen the problem throughout the Upper Cumberland. Do you see that problem in Fentress County, and what do you think can be done to help combat the drug issue? One of the biggest issues in the county is drugs, and and you can arrest the, the street-level drug dealer, and he'll be back out before you get the paperwork done. We have got to get in our elementary schools, get a drug program with our children. We need to start educating our children. If we do that, we can fight this drug problem. It is a fixable problem. We've just got to start at a younger age. Going along with that, how important is communication with the people within the county, within the community? Utmost. Utmost. If, if your people can't reach out to you and talk to you, and I put my cell phone number on every ad I put out in the media, I want people to reach out to me. I want them to be able to contact me directly if there's an issue or if they see something going on. I don't want them to have to jump through a bunch of hoops. I want them to be able to reach out to me with a text or a phone call and, and be able to get something moving as quick as we possibly can. Rodney, aside from the drug issue, what are some other crime-related issues that you see that are facing Fentress County right now? The, the burglaries and the thefts and the home invasions, it's all, it's just like anywhere in the Upper Cumberland. We have the same issues that, that the rest of the counties have around us. We just need to be more proactive. We need to be in the neighborhoods where the, where the crimes are actually happening. The best proactive law enforcement tool we have is a marked patrol car. And if a marked patrol car drives through your neighborhood, the chances of a criminal breaking into your house are slim to none. He's going to move on to a softer target. In terms of facilities and equipment, do you think the Fentress County Sheriff's Department is well-equipped enough? Oh, Lord, no. Lord, no. There's all kinds of, of stuff we need to be better at. We need uh, uh, better better patrol vehicles. We need uh, uh, better safety equipment. For God forbid, if something should happen to one of our schools, we need to be prepared. We need to have the equipment, the turnout equipment, and stuff like that. So, so that's something we're definitely going to have to work on. But it's doable. Safety in our local schools certainly is a big issue. Rodney, do you feel like enough is being done to prevent any type of incident such as what we've seen in Uvalde and other places from happening in a Fentress County school system? There is never enough being done. We have some outstanding resource officers, probably some of the best in the Upper Cumberland, uh, and they do some sort of training. Uh, we need a lot more training. We need a lot more officers involved. We need more uh uh, retired military and retired law enforcement involved. It's going to be a, a, a group type, family type thing to keep our children safe. But I'm, I'm absolutely positive that everybody in the community feels the same way I do. They would step up in a second to help. Rodney Ensko, as you are out on the campaign trail and you do talk to local voters, what are some of the things that they're sharing with you in terms of their concerns? Just just basically like that, uh, we need more training for our officers, uh, big-time training. Uh, we've neglected uh, getting our officers specialized training for, for certain jobs they do. I see Putnam County is training all the time, Overton County. Uh, we just need to step up more on our training. But there again, that's doable. Uh, there's some excellent training throughout the state of Tennessee. We just got to reach out and get it, and I will get it. If I'm elected a sheriff, I will get them the training they need. As we close today, Rodney, if you are elected as Fentress County Sheriff, what will the voters be getting in Rodney Ensco as their sheriff? They will be getting a sheriff that cares about them, 
a sheriff that is not too busy to take the time to talk to them, a sheriff that is not too busy to help them with their problems, I will be a sheriff for the people of Fentress County. I will be a sheriff that takes their problems and carries them around as my burden. Rodney Ensko has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, he is challenging for the office of Fentress County Sheriff in the upcoming August 4th election. Efforts to reach incumbent Fentress County Sheriff Michael Reagan to this point have been unsuccessful. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828. 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. Our next guest on Meet the Candidates is Robert L. Owens II. Now, Robert's name is going to be on the ballot for Putnam County Commissioner in District 10, but Robert now is officially, unofficially, I guess you could say, not running for the position. Robert, what has happened since you first decided to run for the position? Well, I have uh, worked as a part of... uh, since the American Legion Boys State for a number of years. And this past year, um, I was asked to serve as the director beginning uh, with the, the class of 2023, which will be next year. And um, that's a very uh, time-consuming position, if you will. You know, and it really picks up probably around January. We really began to plan uh, in earnest for um, Boys State, which, which always takes place in May on the campus at Tennessee State. And, and uh, my wife and I had a conversation and said, you know, you're going to have to choose between the two. And and I felt like my reach and my impact would be uh, longer and deeper um, by by working in a, in a higher capacity with Tennessee American Legion Boys State as in that director position. And so... That's uh, that's kind of why I made that decision, um, and, and so that came after the deadline to withdraw. And so, you know, people will still see my name on the ballot. Um, but but yeah, that's that's kind of what's going on with that. I know it's kind of odd, but but uh, that that's it. Robert, of course, you never know when life's going to happen, so to speak. Certainly, a great opportunity for you, and I know we wish you very well in that. So, folks, again to recap. Robert L. Owens II, his name will appear on the ballot for Putnam County Commission out of District 10. But again, Robert is officially, unofficially not running for the county commission now as he has accepted a new position as the head of Boys State. Robert, before I let you go, I do want to talk about just uh, some things that of interest that when you did decide to run, what was it that kind of factored into that? And why did you want to be involved with the county commission? Oh, that, that's a great question. And and I'm I'm glad to answer that question. So for me, it's all about service. And I had some I had some folks in leadership within uh, within the, the, the county that have, that have said, "Hey, you know, you've done some good things at Tennessee Tech and in the community. Uh, it's maybe a good time for you to consider running." And you know, and I, it's been something that I'd entertained since I was a, a, a much younger man um, that I knew I would do as I matured. And I thought this might be the time to do that. And I explored it a little bit. And the next thing you know, people kind of heard that I picked up my papers. And, and I was really just, again, trying to explore it. And, you know, I wanted to pray about it a little bit more. And, um, and the next thing you know, people 
had seen it in the paper and, you know, saying they would support uh, me and all of that. And I just said, let me go ahead and let me go ahead and jump in um, because I feel like, you know, I've, you know, I've always been a leader since I was in, in grade school. I've been a leader and I enjoy being in leadership positions. You know, I pastor church, leadership at Tennessee Tech University. And, and I feel like I could do our community some good as a county commissioner. But, Tom, I'd also like to say this, and, and I try to tell this to people. I was not running because I thought that our commissioners um, that, that represented my district in particular had done a bad job. Um, you know, I think sometimes that's why people run for office. Um, that's not why I did it. It was because, you know, I had some folks who said, hey, we'd be interested in, in supporting you. And and I like to lead, and I want to serve our community. So that's what it is. And and, and I would say this, you know, I was running as an independent, um, not as a uh, a Democrat under the guise of independent. Um, and I was, and obviously, I was not running as a Republican. And I had some people that came to me and said we w- we would like a different voice, you know, from that standpoint, you know, because Republicans kind of run the the um the local government and so that was another reason why you know i was i was interested in running and did run was because i had multiple people that came in and just said that and then i fit that bill you know i was running as an independent so um yeah you know and i tom i look forward to to potentially running again in the future um you know in four years from now i still live out in the county We'll just have one child left in our house. Everybody else will be, you know, in college or even graduated from college, and, and maybe I would have even a little bit more bandwidth um, to serve at that time. So um, this is maybe not goodbye, but just uh, not right now. Not right now. Robert L. Owens has <laughs> been our guest this morning on Meet the Candidates. Robert, thank you for taking time to to join us and to tell us what's going on. Again, folks, Robert's name will appear on the ballot for Putnam County Commissioner in District 10. His name is on the ballot. He is withdrawn from the race, although he withdrew after the deadline is passed. So, again, his name will be featured on the ballot. Robert, we wish you the best in your new endeavor, and uh, we may see you, as you say, not right now, but we may see you on down the road. That's right, Tom, and I'll be out and about still serving in different capacities in the community anyway. I I love Cookville, and I love Putnam County, so I'm glad to be a part of it and, and help where I can. Appreciate the time. Robert L. Owens, the second, our guest on Meet the Candidates. Our next guest on the program is Mr. Quentin Scott Horton. Now, he is challenging for the Office of Circuit Court Judge in the 31st District, Scott, it's good to have you on the program. The first thing I want to ask you is, for the folks that may or may not know, where is the 31st district at that you're running for the Office of Circuit Court Judge? It's Warren and Van Buren counties. All right, just the two full counties combined, correct? Correct. What was it that led you to make a decision to run for Circuit Court Judge in the 31st district? Well, I'm running as a conservative Christian Republican. I believe that it's time with the things that are going on in the country for conservative uh, as to run uh, and be in office. And uh, the only group I know that are <clears throat> conservative Christians right now are Republicans. So, And then I've been Republican conservative my whole life. Scott, many people may never come before a judge in their lifetime. What does the circuit court judge do? Well, the circuit court judge basically deals with felonies, uh, things that are over 1129 for felonies. But in Van Buren County, they also do have jury trials for criminal cases. They have jury trials for car wreck cases. They do divorce, uh, work comp. Um, they do a lot of things, but most people think, thank goodness, don't have to come to court because they uh, a lot of cases are settled. You know, a lot of car wreck cases are settled. A lot of criminal cases are settled. But it's it's an important job, and it deals with with people's lives, and it really can have a lasting effect. So it's a very important office. Quentin Scott Horton is our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, he is challenging for the Office of Circuit Court Judge in the 31st District. 
Scott, what are some things that you see that that concern you and maybe even factored into your decision to seek this office? Well, I think that half the felonies uh, committed in the in the counties are done by repeat offenders. I think serious uh, crimes like uh, rape, murder, child molestation, those kind of serious felonies, people need to serve more time in jail so they're not out on probation. I think that we don't need to be lowering bonds to let uh, serious felons out on the street too quickly. I think we need uh, fairness. Uh, I think everybody that comes to court, win, lose, or draw, wants to feel like they were treated fairly. Uh, and I think that all our courts will, you know, need to be run fairly and give the appearance of being fair. As you've been out on the campaign trail and talking to local voters, what are some concerns they share with you? And maybe what are some things that you've learned along the way during the campaign? Well, a lot of people are interested in uh, they being tough on crime. They want uh, things to be tough on crime. Uh, and a lot of people want conservative Republicans in office. Uh, they're, you know, they're looking at... Uh, Washington and what's going on up there, and they 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 are also looking at uh, having people in office too long and won't change. Uh, those are some of the things that I hear. Scott, if you are elected as a circuit court judge in the thirty first district, what will the voters be getting in Quentin Scott Horton as their circuit court judge? Well, they'll be getting a lawyer that's practiced thirty years that's fair. Uh, they'll be getting that's experienced. Uh, they can uh, be sure that there'll be uh, everybody will be treated fair, no matter what race, creed, or color, no matter what lawyer they have. Those are the things I think that are important. They'll be getting, but they'll also be getting experience and knowing how to run the courtroom. Quentin Scott Horton has been our guest to meet the candidates again. He is challenging for the seat of Circuit Court Judge in the 31st Judicial District. Incumbent 31st District Circuit Court Judge Larry Bart Stanley declined an invitation to interview for this program. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828. 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. Meet the Candidates is your chance to get to know the people who want to represent you, in this case, on the Cookville City Council. Brian Jones is one of the candidates, and he joins us now. Brian, thanks for being with us. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. How's everything going this morning? We're great. Why do you want to be on the Cookville City Council? Well, I've just always, it's kind of always been a goal of mine to try to represent my community. Just want to be involved in my community. I stay at several events and stuff like that. Just kind of want to be the voice of the people in the community, someone they can talk to, someone they can feel comfortable with talking to. Just just love the opportunity. What has the experience been like so far, kind of putting yourself out there, so to speak? <clears throat> well, the experience has been, it's been a good experience. I love it. It's just getting exhausting now while we're, we're down to the nitty-gritty. We're, uh, you know, we're just, just, Keep pushing, you know, vote Brian Jones. Love to have the opportunity to represent you. You know, we're just getting down to the nitty-gritty, and we're going to see where this thing goes. I hope I'm one of the candidates that gets to represent the great the great people of the city of Cookville. As you have talked to people, Brian, what are the things that are on their mind? 
Well, my understanding is talking to several people around town and throughout the community is, you know, they're just kind of wanting some representation on some issues. They want somebody, some closure, some of the things that they want to talk about and stuff like that. They just want, you know, to be, feel like they're a part of it. And, and I get it. I want, I want to represent that part of Cookville. I want to be the one that, hey, guys, if there's any questions, I'd love to be the one that you call, you talk to. You know, you feel like your friends and your neighbors. That's what you want representing you. That's what I want to represent, my friends, my neighbors, my family, everybody that lives in Cookville. I would imagine people are uh, worried about the issues related to growth, from uh, raising taxes to how are we going to get the roads improved to – how are we going to get better paying jobs? You're hearing that a lot? I'm hearing that quite a bit. I know we're growing at a huge rate. So we're outgrowing ourselves really quickly. And we just need to focus on the right things and being at the right structures and everything. Make sure we're doing the right things and grow within ourselves. We want the small town feel with a big community. We want to keep that small town feel. And I, I believe that's kind of where we need to stay. It's amazing, Brian, how many times you hear that. We can't lose the things that make Cookville special. What role do you see the city council playing in that? Well, they've got to play a very crucial and vital role in making sure that we are making the right decisions, the right calls, the right, the right people that are in the leadership positions to make those calls. When you talk about growth, uh, there's lots of phases to it. You've obviously got industry. You've got uh, businesses coming to town, retailers coming to town. Uh, you have residential growth. How do we make sure that people who live in Cookville can afford to live here? Is that something that the city council has a role in? Yes, uh, they have a role in you know just making sure that we are within our boundaries of keeping our job wages and everything like that, making sure that we are in the wages with the rent and everything fluctuating the way it is right now. We, we just got to really pay attention. And that's very, very um, touchy ground right there. We're just going to make sure that we're doing the right things, the right businesses, the right structure, everything is coming right along growing as we grow. There's also a role in that in making sure that the infrastructure is there to grow. For example, making sure that there is water and sewer in the western part of Cookville, because that's an area that's going to grow out Highway 70, especially the, the tragedy of the tornado has given some chance to reimagine some of that area. Are you seeing enough being done by the city to, uh, you know, to make sure that the water and sewer facilities are what they need to be in that part and, and really all over the, the city? Yes. I, I think we're, we're moving in the right area down there. I just think we just need to get there quickly because I think that's, uh, the, that's the biggest area growing in Cookville. So I think we just need to really focus on that. Brian Jones is one of the candidates for Cookville City Council. As you talk to people, quality of life, leisure services, more recreational opportunities, is that something they're interested in? Um, yes and no. You know, you get a lot of um, fill people out, ask questions about that. Yes and no. I'll put that yes and no category. You know, it's uh, we do a lot of great things, and we need to, uh, I, I feel like, stay in that range, in my personal opinion, and just, you know, just kind of reach out and make sure we're doing the right things for our community and make sure we got our friends and our neighbors, make sure we're staying on those lines. Sometimes there are negatives with growth, and uh, some of that can relate to the issue of crime. Do you think the city is doing what it needs to be doing in terms of protecting its citizens? I do think they are. I do think there is stuff the community can help them with by, you know, uh, reporting things and uh, making sure that we're staying uh, a close-knit community by reporting things and making sure that that they are aware of certain situations. So being an ally to police in, in, in a sort of way. Yes, yes. Brian Jones, candidate for Cookville City Council. Communication. How key is it for the city council to be an effective communicator with the citizens of Cookville so they 
know what's going on and know the things that they need to be aware of? Well, I think that's that's a huge key right there. I think that that is the whole goal why you would want to be a representative on city council. I think you know that is the that is your stepping stone of what you want to accomplish. You know. Are you pleased with what you have seen and heard from uh, city employees in terms of the leadership that's available there, the knowledge that's available there? Uh, yes. Um, I, I've talked to several of the employees in the city of Cookville. I've been, and uh, it's just one of those things where we're growing and, you know, we're, we've got a lot of people that are doing great jobs and do good jobs at the city of Cookville. I just think we just need to really focus on our first responders, stuff of that nature, making sure that we're doing, make sure that we're making sure that they're well appreciated because, you know, that's, that's kind of what I support. That's what I represent. Without our first responders, really, we're really not doing our thing. We've got to really support them and really understand that they're really vital to our community and we appreciate everything they do. It's one of the things that's easily forgotten when you grow, but the need for police, more police coverage, the need for more fire coverage, uh, first responders, those things are hand in hand as more people come into our community. Uh, I agree. Totally agree. Totally agree. Finally, Brian Jones, if someone casts their ballot for you when they head to the polls, what are they getting in a city council representative? Well, they're getting they're getting a city council represent representation with a good time guy. I'm a I'm a great guy in the community. I love being involved in the community. I just love the opportunity to represent them. I just want them to know that they got a neighbor, they got a friend. They got somebody they can call and talk to, even if it's not about politics or anything, any issues. I just want them to feel comfortable with calling me, picking up the phone. Hey, I'll call Brian and see what see what he thinks, or any, any you know anything like that. My door is always open, kind of policy. I want everybody to feel comfortable with saying, "Hey, I can just call Brian or I see Brian." I want people to feel comfortable with talking to a representative in the city council. Are you ready to make the tough decisions? Yes, um, I know we're we're in that um, when we're talking about growth and everything like that. And yes, there's going to have to be some tough decisions made. And I believe, you know, if we put the right team together, we can focus on those decisions and make those decisions that was going to be best to support the city of Cookville. Brian Jones asking for your vote as you head to the polls and cast your ballot for Cookville City Council. Brian, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, guys, thank y'all for having me. Remember, vote Brian Jones. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828, 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service, make the call this week. Next up on Meet the Candidates is Edward Preacher Anderson. He is the incumbent, Jackson County Road Superintendent. Edward, it's good to have you on the program with us this morning. When you first were elected, what was it that made you decide you wanted to run for the office of Jackson County Road Superintendent? Well, I've done road construction work ever since I got out of high school in 1971, and I've always wanted to do this type of work, and so... Most of the time, I had to stay away from home. I was working in other states and other cities, and I got tired of staying gone from home all the time, so I wanted to come home, be with my kids, and so I decided to run for it. I think 
people elected me. What are some things, some improvements that have occurred during your time as the Jackson County Road Superintendent? Well, when I came in, uh, we had a lot of gravel roads, and we don't have very many at all left now. We've all chipped and paved, and, of course, we've had a bunch of setbacks. We've had numerous floods, and... Uh, the one in 2010 was supposed to be a thousand-year flood, and it washed five large bridges out. Uh, it took us a long time to get all that fixed back. A couple of years, that was a big setback. And then last March, we had another flood, the 28th of March, and we're still working on slides we're repairing, and that's got us behind on roads that needs to be worked on need to be real on chipped and uh, it's kind of been a bad setback and then Thursday night of this week we had four inches of rain uh, up in the upper end of the county of course Putman County water all comes down Blackmouth Fork and Rowan River and Spring Creek and Overton counties it comes down and we've got a big mess up there right now we worked all day yesterday and we're up there today trying to get all this open back up and get it where it'd be safe to travel so we've had a lot of setbacks but we've always overcome them edward preacher anderson's our guest to meet the candidates he's the incumbent jackson county road supervisor seeking re-election preacher other than just the setbacks with the rains that that have happened in, in recent years what are some other things that you'd like to do to kind of improve roads in jackson county well i'd like to see no gravel roads i'd like to see them all tarred and chipped or paved one and uh, and we we've, we've come a long way on that and uh, of course we've still got about 50 mile 40 40 to 50 mile gravel roads left but uh it's a lot better we started with like 150 miles so we've got it cut way down and i just want you know keep improving as much as i can of course everything we do depends on the weather and we don't know when it's going to come another flood and take three or four months or five months or a year to straighten it up. Of course, when you're doing that, you're spending your tax dollars, and it cuts back on other things that you would like to be doing. Preacher Anderson, if you're reelected as Jackson County Road Superintendent, what will the voters of Jackson County be getting in you as their continued road superintendent? Well, I'll continue to work hard and do the very best of my ability to improve the roads and keep them safe and hopefully we won't have no more of these disasters for a while we can get back on track and get a bunch of them fixed back edward preacher anderson has been our guest to meet the candidates again he is seeking re-election to the office of jackson county road superintendent in the upcoming august election daniel j garrison candidate for jackson county road superintendent declined an invitation to interview for this program. Tony Beatty is our next guest on Meet the Candidates. Tony is seeking re-election to the Pickett County Commission out of District 1. Tony, it's good to have you with us on the program today. What led to you want to get involved with the Pickett County Commission back when you were initially elected? Well, I just, uh, I'd i done it once before uh, in previous years and just interested in trying to help Peake County move forward, bring things in there. And, uh, I just enjoy our community. It's a, it's a great place to live and got a lot of great people here. And I just, uh, I, I just love doing it and, uh, love trying to help everybody and, and helping the County. At that time, were there any particular issues or events that maybe factored into your decision to seek that office? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see we need a new high school up here. I mean, uh, I think our youth would do much better going into the newer building. That one's there, I think, somewhere in the area of 55, 1955. So, I mean, we really need a new uh, new high school. I'd like to see a water park, something for the youth to do, just, to, you know, the there ain't a whole lot of things around for them to do. It'd be nice to try to get something in this area for them. Tony, having served on the commission, what do you feel like the most important characteristics are in being a good county commissioner? Well, staying true to what you take your oath to, uh, trying to do the best you can do for all citizens in Peake County, not just for uh, a few or uh, you know whatever your personal needs is. I, I think you need to try to keep your personal out of it. 
even though you know it, it's more like a business transaction, you need to be mindful of uh, how you spend everybody's money and make sure you try to uh, do your research and spend it wisely and try to move PKM forward and do what's best, uh, you know, to help the county as a whole. And all all of the city, county, and all officials need to work together to move Pickett County forward because uh, whether you like somebody or not, it ain't about you. It's about the citizens of Pickett County. We need to work together as a, as a whole and, and move Pickett County forward. Tony Beatty is our guest on Meet the Candidates, again, seeking re-election to the Pickett County Commission in District 1. You mentioned you'd like to see a new high school and a new water park, something for the kids to do. What do you feel like are maybe some other big issues that are facing Pickett County right now? Well, Pete Kane's had an issue, uh, you know, facing for a while as a jail, and then, of course, uh, places to work, and, uh, you know, people having to drive out of the county and do things like that, and uh, coming up with extra revenue for the taxpayers. I'd like to see uh, more than, I think there's somewhere around 40% of the people carrying the county, pretty much. It'd be nice to come up with some extra revenue and take a little bit of the burden off the uh, landowners, you know, property owners, because they seem to be the one putting the biggest part of the bill and that 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 would be my biggest concern you know uh, or what we're facing need to try to figure out some issues to resolve those problems tony as you speak with local voters what are you hearing from them in terms of some of their thoughts and concerns well they're really concerned about uh, some people that are needing a new high school and uh things for kids to do need to uh, try to figure out a way to come up with extra revenue besides coming to the taxpayers, the landowners, all the time, every time the county needs something. I mean, that that's the three biggest concerns I've heard of right at the moment. Tony Beatty, if you're reelected to the Pickett County Commission, what will the voters in District 1 be getting in you as their ongoing county commissioner? They'll be getting someone that's dedicated, honest, and will hold the best interest at heart. I love our county. I love our citizens, and I just love where we live. There's no better place to be. And they'll be getting somebody that will always uh, stand up for them, a voice for the people, and that will try to be uh, try to do what's right and make the best decisions in their best interest. Tony Beatty has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, Tony is seeking re-election to the Pickett County Commission in District 1. Incumbent 1st District Pickett County Commissioner Sheila Moon declined an invitation to interview for this program. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828. 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. Our next guest on the program is Jerry Sawyer. Now, Jerry is challenging for the office of White County Road Superintendent in the upcoming election. Jerry, it's good to have you on the program. What led to your decision to seek the office of White County Road Superintendent? Well, I work for the Tennessee Department of Transportation now, and I travel all over the place. I work in several different counties, and I see there's some needs in my own county that I really just want to focus on helping you know, our county citizens and I really want to work around in White County with the people that I know and love, and I just want to focus more in my hometown. Jerry, in addition to your work with TDOT, what are some other experiences that make you a good candidate for this position? Well, I worked in a factory for about 12 years before I came here, and I, I was a supervisor there, and I've supervised people, and I've, I've always wanted to work with customers and help people. Um, my focus is really to help our county I want people to be safe on the roads, and I want to help our county employees be safe while they're working out there. I want to bring some safety precautions that I've learned from TDOT in. 
um, I want to, uh, I just want to do the best I can for our county citizens. Have there been any issues that factored into your decision to run? Well, whenever I first started, I, I had no idea it would be this complicated of a deal to go through. But, you know, we're almost through to the end of it here, and I'm just, I'm just ready to see it through. Jerry, what are some issues you see with the White County roads that you think need to be addressed rather quickly? Well, we, uh, there hasn't been any ditching or any shoulder clipping in a long time, and uh, there's a lot of water standing on the roadways and a lot of pothole issues. I think there could be some better training and um, just, just try to make our roads a safer place to drive. Uh, we're, if I get in there, we're going to put a crew together and just try to run over every route and see if we can clean some things up and make it safer to drive on. Jerry Sawyers, our guest on Meet the Candidates. He is seeking the office of White County Road Superintendent in the August 4th election. Jerry, how important do you think it is for the road superintendent to work closely with the county when it comes to budgets and things of that nature and making sure that roads get repaired in a timely manner? I think that is of the utmost importance. Um, I'm going to continue to go to these county court meetings and the budget meetings and, and see if I can do the absolute best I can. Uh, I just hope the county can trust me to, to take care of this budget and to take care of the roads. Um, I, I really will do the absolute best of my ability to take care of this. As you've been out on the campaign trail speaking with voters, what are some of the concerns that they share with you? Uh, a lot of people talk about the uh, the mowing, the right-of-way mowing. They want to see that mowed more. Um, a lot of people have, have problems with the striping on the road. They like to see brighter striping on the roads. and uh, Some of the routes are, are too skinny. They want to see some of the routes widened. There are several, you know, water standing on the road and, and water running through the ditches and, and water running behind people's homes and houses and they, they want they want a lot of stuff straightened out. It's it's going to be a, a long a long road, but I'm looking forward to, to getting on that trail. Jerry Sawyer, if you are elected, what will the citizens of White County be getting in Jerry Sawyer as the road superintendent? They'll get somebody who will have an open door policy. They can come see me anytime, call me anytime with any issue, big or small. I'll be more than happy to look into any situation. I want them to feel like I work for the people, and I, I want to help these people. That's Jerry Sawyer. He is seeking your vote for the Office of White County Road Superintendent in the upcoming August general election. Chris Goins, candidate for White County Road Superintendent, declined an invitation to interview for this program. That's today's Meet the Candidates. If you missed any part of today's show, be sure to visit News Talk 94.1 online for the on-demand audio. Our producer is Jake Wallman. Thank you for joining us for Meet the Candidates. I'm Tom Duggan.